Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Enrooted Podcast. So you can probably tell I am recording in a car, and you may be wondering why am I always recording in a car? And honestly, it's because I have a few road trips, very, very few, that I can actually drive without my kids in the background. And so with my limited time to recording, I often find the best time to do this is when I'm on a long road trip. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, I do plan on upgrading to a more official podcasting-like environment soon that will also have some amazing YouTube videos associated with it. So you can actually watch me as I'm going through a lot of these details. But until then, thank you for joining me on my amazing road trips. So today... Today, while I'm on this road trip, I am driving down to Florida and I am just passing by all these different forests. You got mature pine forests, passing over some bridges with some marshlands, some bottomland hardwoods and cypress swamp-like areas. And it just reminded me, some, well, not some, honestly, most. Most of the time, when I get new women that find my page, find our programs, and I ask them, I say, hey, what is the biggest challenge you are dealing with right now? Their answer is often, I don't know where to start. I don't know what steps I need to take. I don't know what steps to do first and in what order. I simply have no idea where to go and how to go about this. And so if that's you, I wanna let you know you're in good company. Almost everyone, especially everyone that is new to land ownership, maybe new either through purchasing your first piece of real estate, timber investment, or perhaps new just inheriting this piece of property and you never really paid much attention to what was happening there before. And now you are simply trying to figure out how do you manage this sustainably? How do you manage this to honor those before you that had taken so much care to buy this piece of property, to buy this land for your family, to manage it for whatever purposes they had at that point in time. And you have this deep desire to continue that stewardship, not only for you to honor them, but also for your kids and your grandkids. So what order of steps do you need to take when you first take hold of a piece of property. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And if you've heard anything I've ever done before, you probably already know my answer. It depends. There are so many factors when it comes to what do you need to do first? What order do you need to do things? What steps do you need to take? And the answer is it depends. And that may be so frustrating for you right now. You just want a clear outline of what to do so you can follow it and making sure you're doing the right things. And I understand that. But in the answer, it depends. I also want to offer you a little bit of freedom. That also means it's going to be really hard to mess this up. You have a lot of flexibility. There's not a right answer. And although that can be very overwhelming, it can also give you freedom to just take action. Just take a step. It doesn't necessarily matter which step it is, just start moving forward. And as I was thinking about this too, and I often try to figure out like, well, how can I better explain this? It's kind of like playing a game of checkers. 
I was gonna say chess, but I think there's a lot of strategy to chess, so we're gonna stick with checkers. When you first get to the game board, there probably are some limited options. Maybe you have to do a property appraisal. You probably have to get your property boundaries surveyed if you're delineating the land and dividing it up between heirs. Perhaps it's just never really had the property boundaries marked to begin with and you wanna make sure you understand where those boundaries are. Perhaps it is just simply going through the estate plan, the succession, and you know getting all of those legal affairs sorted out. Perhaps you are just simply looking at doing some type of management. Maybe it's considering a timber sale. Maybe it is reforestation that you have to look at to actually start moving forward. Either way, no matter where you're at, there is probably a very limited field of steps that you need to take or that you're capable of taking right now. So all you got to do is just make the first move. And in like checkers, there's not really a wrong first move. You can kind of only go forward and jump on the black pieces. And you have to take your first move in order for there to be a reaction. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Because sometimes... I don't know about you, but I feel like if I just wait long enough, the answer will just appear in front of me. The path will clear out so much more. But that's not, that's not really the case. You have to take the first step. You have to do something in order to open up the opportunities. So like checkers, you're going to have to make the move. You're going to have to make that jump. But just like in checkers in the beginning, like I said, there's not, there's not a wrong first move. All you have to do is just start taking action. Now, later on in the game, there may be some different types of consequences based on what moves and steps you took. But the beauty of that still is you're going to be able to see a lot more opportunities. You're going to see the different paths. And then, hopefully... After going through some different education courses and getting a lot more familiar, not only just with the forest management opportunities, the forestry jargon, but with your family situation, what you want this land to do with you, it'll be a lot more obvious on what steps you need to do and where you want this game to go. So today, if you're struggling to figure out what do I need to do first, Where do I need to go? How do I make sure I'm doing the right things? And you're in that beginning stage. Just write down a list of whatever needs to happen. Estate-wise, legal-wise, land management-wise. And when I'm talking about land management-wise, I'm not talking about getting in the weeds and filling out an entire management plan of everything that needs to be done. Just write out the first simple things that need to happen, probably like evaluating the timber that you have out there, getting an appraisal, getting your timber basis figured out. If you didn't know you needed a timber basis, you need a timber basis. And we'll have a whole conversation on selling your timber probably in the near future. So stay tuned. So I challenge you, just start writing things down. And that way it takes from what's in your head and what seems so overwhelming and confusing and just the never-ending list and it puts it on paper it puts it clear it makes it obvious and then remember just like when you're playing a game of checkers 
there's not going to be a wrong move. Now, if you're trying to do something that maybe can't happen yet, maybe you're trying to sell your timber without having the deed officially in your name, luckily, there are some great foresters out there that would be like, hey, I would love to help you with this, but you need to do this first. And they'll help redirect you onto maybe the first steps that you actually do need to take. You're like, Danielle, that is completely contradictory to what you just said about not making wrong moves and there being no wrong first step. I'm talking very broadly here. There are some things you're going to have to do just for some maintenance from, um, from just the land ownership background wise to work with ethical foresters. And so if you haven't figured out any type of estate needs, that's going to be your first move. Figuring out the legal estate side, getting all of that settled, and then looking at your property boundaries, looking at getting some land and timber bases. And then I would say get a management plan. Meet with some foresters. Talk about what your goals are and figure out from their professional opinion what they recommend for you to do. So I guess I did kind of give you a little bit of steps in order of what needs to happen first. Now, if you are stuck, if you are feeling stuck and just not able to actually take action, you're sitting at the game board and you simply cannot make a decision. You don't, you are in such fear of making the wrong decision and just feeling overwhelmed of not knowing where to go and what resources to trust. I would say there is still time to sign up for our Women Landowner Symposium. This might be just the kickoff you need to feel inspired, to feel empowered that you have the capability to do this. You are fully capable and you are the right person for this land's management decisions. You are in the right role. You may not feel like it right now, but I promise you, go through a little bit of a learning curve maybe it's a steep learning curve but go through the learning curve and in the end you will see you were right I was right you will see I was right that you are the right person for this and that you are fully capable of managing your family lands assets now if this is the first time you're hearing about our woman landowner symposium I highly recommend going to check it out at www.landandladies.com slash symposium or if you just go to our website go to the empower tab and go down to the woman landowner symposium you will see it is a national woman landowner event that we host every two years the very first one was held in 2021 and it was all about enlightened ownership that initial inspiration and excitement of being a landowner 2023 is all about empowerment, getting the tools and resources and communication skills and feeling empowered to make those decisions and feeling confident that you can make the right decisions. 2025 will be in rooted ownership, kind of like our podcasts. Um, And we will be talking everything about legacy building, but that won't be until 2025. And so I highly recommend you can join in person. You can join virtually. I personally would love to have you in person. There's something about online I fully recognize as an online business that cannot be reconciled there. That can only be done in person. It's something about those connections, that chemistry you're building, that community, that I'm going to use the word peer pressure. But 
the good version of peer pressure to help support one another and lift one another up. Now, I try to create the same atmosphere online, but I also know there's something about in-person fellowship that just cannot be replicated, which is why I do commit to hosting this event every two years to bring all of those who are connected with Landon Ladies, all of those who have gone through our programs, all those who are just wandering through the woods and trying to figure this out, bringing everyone together underneath one roof and let's go through these different experiences with each other, bounce ideas off of one another's experiences, share each other's challenges, and just navigate this land ownership journey empowering one another. So I don't know about you. I probably say that a little too much. I don't know about you, but it's true because most of these thoughts that I'm sharing with you are simply how I feel a lot of times and how I make decisions or they're simply how I share my recommendations. So we will be hearing about why you do receive different recommendations from different foresters and so if you've been wondering that answer I will have a uh, episode coming up very soon on that so you let me know how are you feeling with your land are you struggling to take the first step perhaps you yourself just need to pull out a game of checkers and give yourself the freedom to just make the first move I want to thank you for keep on staying with us. Please share if you've liked this podcast so far. Share with your friends. Share with your family. Give us a like. Give us a, a review. Give us a comment. Give us a shout out on social media. I would love to hear what you're thinking about so far. If there's something in particular you want us to touch on, email that to me at landandladies at gmail.com. That way I can make sure I answer your questions. But until then... I hope to see you at the Women Landowner Symposium on Thursday, February 23rd and 24th, and I will talk to y'all next episode.